It's your money, and Carolyn Wright asks about what investors need to know about making a passive income. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. I'm joined today by Greg Van, who's the CEO and co-founder of the personal finance platform Endowers, to start a series of discussions looking into various investment techniques and sectors. Thank you for joining me on the show today, Greg. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. So we're going to kick this series off by having a look at generating passive income. Can you just explain, to begin with, what passive income means? Absolutely. So passive income is income that is generated from your investments, financial assets. And usually you're thinking about high dividend paying stocks, bonds that are paying coupons and things like that. There are new forms of passive income as well that have been popularized recently. So a lot of people have set up blogs and started generating income from ads and things like that. I would count that as passive income. But being very, very active, I would not considered to be passive income. Active income as well is like what you and I do on a daily basis. We try and earn a salary. We try and earn income to keep on growing our wealth. But there's a point where you should be having or you should be having your assets in stuff that is generating passive income on its own that it can actually sustain your lifestyle or sustain a certain goal you might have. I mean, a, a big example I, I constantly hear in Hong Kong is I need to take care of my parents. They need X amount per month. And a, a concern our clients come with is, can I have an port investment portfolio that doesn't necessarily go down in value, but is able to spin out that income for them on a monthly basis, rather than just handing them a check every month? So let's talk about what some of the, the safest and most sensible ways of generating that passive income are. What are the, the types of investments that you should be making that can turn around and help do that for you? So number one, I think critical principle and the only free lunch in finance is to be diversified. You want to have a diversified set of passive income. We saw this earlier in the year where people who owned Credit Suisse bonds, for example, got completely wiped out, even though they thought they were in something very safe. Now, we see it time and time again. We saw it in the Lehman minivan crisis. We've seen it in many, now more recently, in the Chinese property bond crisis, where people were very concentrated in a sector or a stock or a company to try and generate that passive income not really thinking about what we call the tail risk of that company going under. Now, I get the question, hey, should I buy HSBC bonds or Citibank bonds or Standard Chartered bonds, XYZ? And I find this a really odd question because they're all paying about the same amount of yield. You know, they're not too far off from each other. So what is the downside of buying all three, if you want to focus on banking, the banking sector. But then, the, the, you know, you extend that out and you're like, why am I only buying bonds in the banking sector? Shouldn't I buy bonds in the fast moving consumer goods sector as well? Or in the energy and commodity sector? And in the technology sector? And so on and so forth. You have all these companies generating net profit, generating income. What's the point of not owning an entire basket of them to make yourself more immune to any shocks to a single sector or a single company? But still, people are thinking, oh, 
I should just buy this one bank bond. And I think, you know, we're trying to help people remove that concentration risk. Okay, so diversification is definitely key. Now, is this something that investors should be considering at an early age or as early as possible, realistically, in their kind of wealth pathway? We always say to our clients that they should be investing towards their goals. If you're in a very stable job generating active income, so to speak, and accumulating wealth that can more than pay for your expenditures and everything else, um, you don't necessarily need to have a passive income generating portfolio. But if you have a lot of liabilities, if you have a lot of goals that you're planning towards, right? Let's say I need to pay school fees for my kids today and all their extracurricular activities. I need to uh, help pay for something for my parents. I'm paying off a school loan. I'm paying off a mortgage, for example. Then you want to build up a passive income portfolio, a very diversified passive income portfolio that will help supplement your overall payments. And there's a like I think there's a misconception around investing that people should have a certain percentage in something. That is not the case. Your your own investments should be personalized to your own life goals. Right? So if you have the goal, you should have the investment today that can supplement that can help you reach that goal. Okay, so let's take a look at what the challenges and risks that investors should be aware of. Now, of course, one of the things that you already mentioned was the, the whole concept of putting all your eggs in, in one basket. <laughs> what else do we need to be aware of? I think when it comes to investing, you need to be aware of how you're being serviced and what you're being sold or what you're buying. So if you think about a lot of I, just just for full awareness, right? If you think about the way most banks, brokers, financial advisors, etc., make money, they make money when you change your positions a lot. So we call this churn, and they make money on the transaction, the sales commission, etc. And then lesser known is they make money from the product providers as well, and that's called a trailer commission. And that trailer commission isn't one, one time, it's recurring. So as you're being served by whatever platform or advisor or bank or broker it is out there, just be very conscious of what you think you're paying in fees and how you're paying it can be very different from what they're earning and therefore what they're incentivized to actually sell to you. So... Okay, that's a, that's a lot to unpack, which we're not going to get into. But <laughs> but essentially, our view is that you should first awareness is number one, but then try and find a platform that is conflict free, so that they they can operate in your best interest. They're incentivized to operate in your best interest, and one business model that works for that, which is what we employ and endow us, is we can only be paid by our client. Okay, so. That's all we've got time for today on uh, Passive Income. Thank you so much for joining me today, Greg Van, CEO and co-founder of Endowus. And you'll be back next time with a chat on ESG investing. Thank you for having me.